Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. What's up, listeners? Welcome to episode 41 of the Caribbean Millennials podcast. I hope you guys all had a excellent weekend. You know, hope you all caught up on that sleep, that TV show you wanted to watch. You can excuse the Danny while he's eating, apparently. He's eating an omelette from, you know, yesterday. The omelette that defeated him, he's finishing it right now. It didn't defeat me, okay? I let it win. Dog, it defeats you, all right? Don't, don't come yeah. and let it beat you. I, I let it win. Like, nah, like nah. I had to ask myself, like, was this responsible of me, you know, and my summer body to eat this whole omelette in one go? <sighs> and when I realized at the conclusion that it wasn't, I kindly asked for a to-go plate. Wow, you're bringing summer body into that, eh? So, yeah. I, I guess on that topic, when does when is the threshold for summer body in effect? Like, when, when, when does summer body start? I feel like you're up till June 1st. You're up till June 1st? After Memorial Day. <laughs> That's like summer season. So you, say, so, you say once Memorial Day hits. So, you say June whatever is Whatever you have, that's your summer body in the story. Okay. I mean, you can improve it throughout the summer, but, you know, that's that's the start of the summertime. That's the framework. That's what you're working with. Yeah, that's what I'm working with. Like, if you're not... Like, if you start in June 1st, that's a problem. Nah, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's, that's too late to start working on that summer, boy. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, really, 25 or 26... Well, well 20, 24, 25 days left to get your official <laughs> summer you see, Um... I'm to, going to, to be to honest. get down there in, in the region, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. And then you say June 1st, I say May 1st, you know. Wow, wow. <laughs> so if you don't have your summer body now, like... <laughs> that is it for me. Like, no, serious. If you don't have it now, like, just, you know, cool out yourself, eh? I say give up. But, you know, <laughs> don't expect nothing. Don't expect no miracles overnight. But you, there are all these 30 day um... 30-day plan. So you're really feeling 30-day things as well? Have you not seen the pictures on Instagram? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Of the women 30 days before, and then they show you from a a jar of cream in her hand, and she's like, yeah, I rub this on my belly every 30 days, (laughs) and boom, six packs. I was like, yeah, nah, I don't believe that works that way. And somehow the cream also removes all their tattoos, changes the color of their hair, and puts a smile on their face. Okay, I'm glad you noticed it. It even upgrade them to a new apartment, right? Nah, that just seemed like you know we can change your life. So that's like new lotion, new life. Nice try, nice try. I don't know kind of magical cream that day. Do you work on a summer body every year or? Like I don't know. I'm on. I'm trying to just work on my body around. Okay, and Danny, I agree with you on that. And I honestly, I'm not even saying I work on my body. I just try to work on being healthier. End of story. You, you sound like a very mature idiot. I mean, on that note, I you know, I finally got a chance to ride my bike this week because I kept wanting to go bike all gang. week, and it kept raining. So Thursday before the rain even started, like I went out. I did three point two miles. Dog has the hardest 3.2 miles of my life. I felt like I was dying. Like Because it was hot or what? No, bitch. Riding a bike on the road. Like, that's... Let me tell you that, eh? You know in the gym, you get that stationary bike and you're riding. You know, you're pulling up that 10, 12 miles. I feel like nothing. Like, yeah, boy. Woo! Can do this. Level 8 on the bike in the gym. Okay. Get out there on the road, Nabi. It's, it's, it's not, I don't know what level that was, but I was like level 1000. Like, when I made it, or when I made like 1.6 miles, I was like, is this the day I die? I'm like, nah. Really? I feel like I should just turn back around and go back home. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so. I, I'm just saying, really, because I'm not random person who has forgotten how to ride a bike. So, I, I just. I can't, I can't. Well, I think it didn't help, like, a lot of the time, like, like, the route I chose to go, I didn't ride on the road, I rode on the sidewalk, Uh and the sidewalk had, like, mad cracks, and when I was at a level, I was like, what the fuck, all these bumps, and then, like, I kept going to this area, like, where there's, like, a, a light pole, 
but then it's also like an electrical wire type thing and I was like oh hell no I'm not getting shocked so I kept going around the pool into like the grass so it was like what the it, it, it was it was crazy it was fun I enjoyed it you know got the heart rate up you know felt like a good workout sweat my balls off but yeah like you know it's a lot harder than I thought and then I saw this one dude just ride past me on his bike like it's nothing we just going with two bottles of water and he looking at me like yeah look at you you peasant you probably just riding for the first time I was like, I see. So you bro. thought you were going to go out there? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> right. First of all, first of all, Daddy, I didn't even right. think I would have done three point two miles. Both your nuts and try and be Lance Armstrong. No, first of all, I'm surprised I did three point two miles. I thought I would have only done like one mile. I'm going to be honest. I did a lot more than I thought I would. One mile on a bicycle. That's like nothing on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's see, like. Well, I want you to know that's how low my expectations were. All right. <laughs> like if you so when I reach and I check, when I reach and I look down my watch and I saw that this, I was like, what? Like, like shit. Like I thought like I did way less than it was. So I did a lot better so did, than I thought. You did three point two to go where you stopped and turned back. So you no, did six point four. I did one point six. To go one point six miles. Wow, that is, that is sad. But I'm telling you, I thought I did one mile. Sure, that bicycle turn. speed was right. Like you tried to tap it in like seven, seven twenty one of the twenty one speed. Well, I mean, to be honest, I actually had it on like the higher resistance. I didn't have it on like the lowest one. Yeah. So I kind of did make it hard on myself. But still, well, like, I feel like this is gonna be a recurring podcast. No, no, no. I did a lot more than Vernon's I expected. Bike life. Like I said, like I thought I did one mile in total, and then when I checked it, I was like, oh shit! Like I did, I actually did pretty well for like my first ride out and whatnot. So I mean, you know, stay tuned. I feel I go try to do that same, you know, three point two miles, maybe increase it, you know, get that like you know, three point nine. No, no, no. I try, hey. you know, try to go for four. And Annie, don't knock you the know? baby steps, you know. Baby <laughs> steps, you know. I, I go get there, you know. I, I, hey, I didn't claim to be the most fit person in the world. All right? We'll get there. Um, but gang. So, yeah. Um, if you can't tell, this week, we don't have no real main topic. We just, you know, chatting, you know. P- piggybacking on Vernon joining the Olympics. <laughs> wow. To represent and shine bike racing. <laughs> you know, we uh, there's there's a new story about um, the African female track star, Caster Semenya, who um, basically they told your body is too special, so for you to compete, you have to take these drugs to make your body less special. <laughs> what 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 do you mean by too special? What what did they yeah, define as too special? Basically. Um, basically, they were saying that for a woman, her testosterone levels are too high. Um, so they don't want her to compete unless she takes testosterone, re- um, testosterone, testosterone reducing. reducing drugs. Yeah, to compete in the Olympic Games. So I have a question: Do we know that any trans, any trans person has um, participated the in the um, Olympics? Not to my knowledge. And probably not yet, because if they're treating, you know, women like that for just having, you know, their natural levels being like that, the whole gender fluidity, gender identity. Mm, Yes, one person has competed, Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) That was before, Danny. (laughs) Wow. Nah, dog, I agree. Yeah. I I, I don't know. This is... This is a tricky situation, eh? And on one hand, I can see how 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 they could feel that way, but then I, you can't tell somebody what to put in their body and what to take out of their body just because like you feel like only too masculine or whatnot. I, the, like, the thing is, right? I thought the Olympics was based on coming if your natural self. Right? Exactly. Right. So now her natural self is you know, too heartbreaking for some white girls. You know, it means she has to take controversial drugs to reduce her natural self. When, so, uh, for, he, As long as I know the Olympics, taking drugs has been a bad thing. <laughs> so, Hela, let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. I see, the, I see her, I look at her, and 
I don't see nothing wrong with the woman. I don't see her as being too masculine. If anything, I look at somebody like Serena Williams and see Serena Williams may be more, you know, more have more of a built body than her, in my oh. opinion. Nah. <laughs> I, well, nah, well, no, no, no. I take that back. I take that back. What? I take that back. I take that. But nonetheless, like I don't, I don't see. Oh, I, I how that. dare you? That's that's that's. But I think the other I, thing, uh, guys, that's, that's wrong. is that's wrong. having your hormone levels up and down doesn't necessarily mean that you look masculine. Exactly. There are a lot of um conditions that people have. have women have. Yeah. That they test. That affects the, the yeah. levels are all out of work and you don't necessarily see it or how you see it is not that they look m- like muscular man it may be other things okay like but you make a good point there what if she have some medical condition that it's not that she have high testosterone she have low estrogen yeah you know so then what 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 happens there like i i don't know i don't know i think you know athletes and just the world that we live in and um kind of the the poking and prodding you know even when you look at biometrics data and people like me giving my saliva to ancestry dna and you know yeah, you need to and get, uh, she got her, her, her breakdown <laughs> guys you know surprise surprise <laughs> right <laughs> whoopty do what do you know guys she's indian <laughs> whatever right Whatever. I, I don't think we'd have come to that conclusion by ourselves. Right, right. The, the, what? Those guys did a deep dive. Haters <laughs> gonna hate, um, but I'm yeah. also mad diverse. Okay. Sure, Italian. <laughs> <laughs> he tells no lies. <laughs> <laughs> um, One Yeah, but <laughs> no, I don't know this. This. This? No, but I'm saying the poking and prodding and, yeah. and that kind of thing. Like, the, the more of that we do and have to analyze, you know, ourselves and compare ourselves, the, you know, trickier um, this this yeah. slope of what is quote-unquote right is is gonna, gonna I, get to. The thing is, right, Michael Phelps, right, has similar special... Um, things about his body that makes him so dominant Mm -hmm. so his disproportionately vast wingspan his double jointed angles right his um kicks a a large range and um his body produces half the lactic acid um of a typical um athlete so Mm -hmm. he's um less um quick to tire or fatigue so when this was found out he was celebrated Mm-hmm. Nobody came and said you have to take drugs to help your lactic acid. You go to everybody else's regularly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Increase. Like nobody said anything like that. So it it just shows like a double standard mm-hmm. when it comes to black women versus white men. Yeah. And in something as simple as sports. But sports, and, yeah. and Annie, I'm looking at pictures of the woman. And I not seen any problem like. But you, but you cannot. You and not, then, it's not something you and then, see. And then I looking at somebody like Flo Jodie Renner. Mm. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know that. that anyway, twenty twenty <laughs> is gonna be interesting. I, I'm curious, who is this ruling board? Well, what is the makeup? The the gender <laughs> makeup. What, the gender what, and racial makeup. What are their this, What are their board? levels? Yeah, I know. I, I just curious because you know, um, I hate to say it, but it's usually men who are here coming up with these silly rules, mm-hmm. and it's like maybe you shouldn't even be speaking on this, like, uh, yeah, like sit yourself down in the corner and mind your business type thing. But anyway, anyway, yeah, in in other so guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, twenty nineteen, we are here having measles outbreaks. Uh, on Scientology cruises. On Scientology. What, what is going on? In St. Lucia. <laughs> this is how we make it on international news, guys. Somebody go ahead and give them the story. Because I, I, I'm so baffled right now. How are we having a measles outbreak in 2019? Um, so, from what I have gathered, there was a Scientology cruise ship 
well, okay, there was a cruise ship that um, headed to St. Lucia. They had they were having, you know, multiple stops, St. Lucia, Curacao, etc. When they landed in port in St. Lucia, um, they were not allowed to disembark off of the boat because it was reported that one person on the cruise ship had um, been identified as having measles. Um, so from what I understand, the St. Lucian government officials provided the ship with however many I think it was vaccines, like 100 vaccines. Um, to make sure that everybody on the ship was, you know, vaccinated against, you know, that to prevent outbreak. Um, but St. Lucia basically, the St. Lucia officials said, Nabi, we ain't inviting none of y'all guys' missiles. Like, serial boats and don't come off. Right. So, of course, um, that got a lot of traction because, you know, um, it's, it's different, but also the whole anti-vaxxer conversation and measles outbreak that's been happening in the U.S. Yeah, because... It shows, you know... Because yeah. they were saying... You need to so, stay in the same... Um, earlier this week, they were... Yes? Oh, I thought you changed it. I was, like, echoing on your end. But, yeah, I was saying, because earlier this week, they were reporting that there were 700 people... Who had been infected by measles this year? We in May, may say. Mm-hmm. We five months into the year, seven hundred people. And that's nearly a record. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it's something that is preventable, right? Across twenty-two states, seven hundred people have been reported having ca- measles. We could, as a whole, completely eliminate measles. It's not, you know, there is not a cure, but you know, a vaccine, right? The, so, ugh, it's it it makes you think, <laughs> you know. Oh, but, I, Ironically, right, a, a boat um, or cruise owned by the Church of Scientology, Scientology which is a yeah, whole other thing. I have itself. a bunch of people the not people I should expect to, to be. Science. Yeah, the people <laughs> I should expect to be vaccinated. Now, that means the um, anti-vaxxers are infiltrating um, all. I know what to lie. You see this anti-vaxxer thing? Like it's upsetting, but you know what? It's natural selection. That's what I've come... That's the conclusion I've come to. If you're dumb enough to not get a vaccine, something that'll save your life, that's just natural selection. Well, that's the, just you going the way of, of stupidity. The thing is, that person, from what I understand, the person was not a child. It's a, an adult woman. And I think she was traveling maybe somewhere in France or something before getting on the cruise. So she maybe picked it up somewhere because that's the thing. It's a communicable disease. So I had I had, I had had measles when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I went to Martinique for something, for some school thing. And then when I came back, like I was sick. I had measles. Like, mm. yeah. But nonetheless, it means... She didn't have the vaccine. I guess so. But um, I think even the big thing that comes up with the anti-vaxxers is they're making those decisions for the children, right? So mm-hmm. that's a whole bit in itself. So well, I can there understand. There have been cases of um, kids like 16, I think 16, 15, 14, mm-hmm. like leading to courts to let them Don't get vaccinated. Vaccinated because their parents don't want them to be vaccinated. But, okay, here's the thing. I can understand, like, let's say you you under 10, like you you seven or something, you catch measles. That's maybe that's before your mother had time to get you mm-hmm. to get the vaccine. I can understand because that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I can understand, but like you, eighteen plus and you catching measles and whatnot. I was reading an article where they say they have people in Africa who walk in miles with their children to get their children vaccinated, mm-hmm. and you here in this first world country can go to your local Walgreens. Can go to a Walgreens. Schedule an appointment. Go to a Walgreens. And get potentially get it for free. Get it for free. And you're not doing it. That's that's natural selection. But also, I mean, it's also I that, be mad at it's it also that awareness of, um, or hyper-awareness of tra- you traveling, right? And getting in contact with people and having it, no idea. You see, but it, they don't care. They, a lot of people don't think they're not that considerate. And you say getting in contact with people. What about if you bring it from, let's say you catch it in Paris and you bring it to some third world country that's not equipped to deal with an outbreak? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, she don't, she, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what will think. So does that even bring, you know, is there a future when we 
you get denied entry to a country when they scan you and they figure out you have some disease and they throw you in. I don't. No, I think the I think the future is you don't even get to fly unless yes. you've been vaccinated. Yes. No, no, no. I I'm not even talking about just getting vaccinated. I'm talking like you know all of this scanning and you know things they they can do. You know, do they do they no, scan you? No, nah, no. Nah. But what are the, I, I I agree with what Danny saying there. I can see that happening, you know. Because mm. people will be like, yo, we don't want you coming in our country and, and you know, causing an outbreak. Like, mm. keep your outbreak over there for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're not to vaccine, that's your business. But we over here, we subscribe to it. Because, think about it. Have you ever heard of anti-vaxxers in the Caribbean? No. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> even the Rasta's getting the vaccines too. I bet you. But it's a, it's a requirement for school, no? It is. It is. But yeah. I'm saying if you don't send your child to normal school, then you might not have it. <laughs> I, I don't know. But anyway. So we can transition to travel now. Our favorite topic of interregional travel. <laughs> R.I.P. Liat. Well, maybe, maybe not. Uh, latest news is that Richard Branson is interested in investing in Liat, but also I saw something like St. Kitts was given like a million dollars or, or yeah, something. Yeah, but Liat so, more than a million dollars. Yeah. I know, I know. But, it, you know, it still makes you think, Every drop you know. Every drop in the market, me. Um, hey, I was watching Survivor this week and they had to, um, you know, fill a bucket with water and the guy's bucket was literally, like, he emptied it, but then he started to shake and the drops started falling and then the thing went, he won. So, li- every drop does count. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, while I, 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 I mean, I'm all for some, you know, investments and whatnot, the, a lot of the issue there, you know, it's still this high taxes. Mm-hmm. You can invest and save Liat. You can see, you can invest and save Liat, but if the tax is still high and people don't want to travel, then what? Which is led, which has led some people to start a petition, basically. Um, so I guess some people organized, I'm not sure exactly who, but they're calling themselves the Caribbean Citizens Against High Interest. Yeah, I know travel. it's led by a exactly. guy from Barbados who's living in St. Vincent right now. Go ahead, yeah. Um, but they're more, they've more or less signed a petition to, to, to the CARICOM governments to, you know, stop the madness. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you, well it's more than stop the madness. It's... it's to get them to look into this whole, you know, this taxation of, of travel and see how they can remedy this, how, you know, reduce the taxes. Because like they've been saying, at times, the tax is making up half the, the, the entire ticket cost. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> Adani, thoughts? <laughs> I almost feel like we should let Leah die so that something wow. new can take <laughs> But um, I, I yeah, don't think like that's until a bad idea. until we do um like leverage the taxes, then yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we'll hear that. <laughs> that, Missy. How? But how long will it take for something to rise from the ashes of the death of Liat? That's my question. Well, that's the thing. It may not have to be a completely new airline. Like I saw. Um, Airlines like JetBlue are starting to do more flights to the Caribbean, right? So is it not... I know that's even more expensive, you may think, because those things operate in US dollars. But, you know, does it have to be a larger carrier, you know, that's not government-affiliated to come in and do something that's business, you know, a, a smart business decision? I mean, it could be, but I don't think we're enticing those larger carriers. That's well, my thing. Because yeah. the larger carriers, do, wanna... as it is, the larger carriers don't want to do more flights from the US to here. Why would you say that? That's not necessarily true. <laughs> yeah. No, no, multiple carriers are adding more flights to the country. Yeah, Caribbean. like okay. the, the new flights, Dallas to St. Kitts and all okay. of that. It, I wouldn't say. So then look at, look, at, look at things like American telling you, oh, you all want to fly from Cashews, from Vigi to Puerto Rico. Bye. 
<laughs> but I, I think, I think that's a bigger th- thing. I, at the end of the day, things have to run as a business, right? American did not say, excuse me, Wepuchu Saint Lucia. You know, it was they. Ha- it was better business wise for them to do the daily flights Miami to. Um, Miami to Hiranora, right? So, and now that is up to two flights a day or something, something like that. So, and it, the regional airport could only take so much. So, why not bring a larger plane, you know, daily? I, I, I get it's more of a conveniencing for locals, but I, I don't know what you're trying to say. Um, it's I I don't have a problem with more flights to the US and whatnot, but our issue right now is more flights to the other islands. Right. But the Puerto the Puerto Rico flight was not really about flights to other okay, islands. But, it but, was flights to the US. Okay, but Hera, <laughs> looking past the Puerto Rico flight, right? Do you think these larger airlines are looking and saying, "Hey, guys"? Maybe maybe we can make more money if we do I, these inter island flights. I too, think the thing you're versus thinking versus they thinking they can make more money by just adding more flights when, from the islands to the US. When I say larger I larger airlines, I don't necessarily mean the largest of largest airlines. I'm saying larger airlines than Liat. Because there are other things, regional carriers, what um what's happening in Latin America, right? How are they doing flights? You know what I mean? There are things that there are. I guarantee there are regional airlines that are not the American JetBlue. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. That would be capable of adding routes. Okay. And filling the filling the gaps. So then, my question is, what's stopping them? That's the question. I think it. I think it's a financial. Like, is it worth it? To well, have, and, then, uh, and then how have the Caribbean governments even invited that in? Well, that, it, it, in in not, trying to support Liat. It's not even that alone. Will they come and get taxed the same way as Liat? And then we, have, we end up with the same issue of high ticket prices in the end. Mm-hmm. No, I get you. Because that, that's why I think there, you know, like, yeah, we can all welcome other, other airlines and whatnot. But if we are solving the issue of this high taxing on the tickets... Then we end up with the same issue all over again, and which, then, which and, then them I, and then and then airlines will look and say, "Well, you know what? I'm out because this shit costing me too much money." Right, which is <laughs> why there's that petition, right? Yeah, so uh, it's a it's a strange thing. Um, in other news, a Guyanese woman was charged with smuggling migrants from Bahamas to the U.S. I mean, okay, so oh, oh. you 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 sound like you have some serious moral dilemma there. That no, uh, it, it women. Wow, <laughs> I do not stand for Ooh. this. I do not. Wow, uh-uh. you have Guyanese roots. I was not aware. <laughs> How you mean? She have a passport, though. Oh you. my god! <laughs> she probably smuggling somebody right now. <laughs> <laughs> Smuggling Lucians into the yep. <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it goes the other way around, but you know I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> here's here's a thing. I understand smuggling people is a thing, right? Uh-huh. But is it just so underground that we don't know what it looks like, or like what are the routes? Hold on, what you can't other... find someone to smuggle you somewhere? Is no, I I just I I really want to understand how how this works and. How? I don't know, Anushka. I'm not a crime lord. Oh, today, conveniently. <laughs> um, I I imagine it works like much like it does in the movies where you know. <laughs> but is it like, that? You know, you know, Daddy, I don't think okay. they, they pack them in a container. And then oh no, no, not like that, not like that, not like that. I mean, like like if somebody were going to the airport. Like yeah, like the person is now like their child or something, and they basically like have them by their hand, have them scared them enough. If you say anything, you know, I go to hurt you, blah blah blah, and then no, like. No, that's human trafficking. <laughs> wow. 
You That's know. what that sounds like. Yeah, exactly like that. He's smuggling human trafficking for someone. Probably is. But I mean, Probably the fact of the matter is that's, 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 still of a big, that's still a big business, eh? Well, I mean... Or, it, or have, have somebody, like, wear a vest or something, eat it. And I know there's still people eat the, the condoms. Yeah, with the, with the, the cook in it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, um... Her name is Marcia Sunita Pestano. She was arrested last week after Homeland Security investigators coordinated an undercover operation targeting a 44-year-old woman who was suspected of directing alien smuggling ventures from various countries through the Bahamas to the United States. Okay, okay, so that's First the First of route. all, you're 44 and you're out here smuggling people. Hey, hey. God damn. What, 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 what age have to do with smuggling? <laughs> Um, but so, so they, they had to have a whole undercover sting to get a eh? hold on. So she met with an undercover agent in the Bahamas on April 14th to smuggle seven undocumented migrants from Freeport to Miami, and she paid the agent twenty four thousand nine hundred in U.S. dollars and an additional six thousand one hundred in Bahamian dollars. So how that much, like they, a lot of money. How much want, those people I, were paying her then? Because she still have to make up. She have to make a cut. <laughs> Probably five times that. <laughs> I in the wrong business. I should have gone to school and learn how to smuggle people. Oh, you oh, now, now you're too okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'd well, have to be better than she was not to guys, get caught. Guys, the trip was made the next day when the boat and the boat carrying the migrants was stopped by federal authorities. There were twelve undocumented migrants on board. Hold on. She paid for seven. <laughs> That's why they get her. Now they have 12. Ah. Quick maths, quick maths. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. You five. Oh, okay, hold on. Okay, I check what happened there, Missy. Now, she had her seven on there. Somebody else had the other. Oh, the other yeah, yeah. So, on there. joint smuggling. Joint smuggling. That's a marketplace. That's so, a marketplace. So, head on, head on, head on. So, <laughs> That's the competition. So, no, no, no. I check what happened She have her people that put out a product. And that's just the pipeline. Somebody owned the pipeline, all right? <laughs> the pipeline does the, doesn't discriminate. Anybody can go once you pay your fee, oh right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, then, according to the complaints, between April 16th and, 20, and April 22nd, Pesano contacted another undercover agent. She just not learning, apparently. <laughs> Who was posing <laughs> as a corrupt government official and she sought assistance to get the seven illegal migrants out of immigration detention. So I said, catch them, you try and free them? Nah, be, I lose them, they're gone. But that's the thing, you you know, so people may be calling her a criminal, but she could see herself as a hero. Yeah, I give her props, because think about it, she could have just taken her money and go after the catch the seven people there. But she tried yeah. and free them. So. Yeah, oh. so my girl in prison, the... You know, and she was trying to go to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. You know, so Homeland Harbor, mm-hmm. it's going down. Um, what do we have next on the docket, guys, in terms of news? You know, Reg- talk to me. Regional trade ministers recommend measures to make the rum industry more competitive. So the CARICOM trade ministers approved a range of recommendations aimed at positioning the region's rum industry to better take advantage of the global market. Okay. About damn time. Sorry. Wow. (laughs) Um, No, but they're they're saying um, as the home of rum and an industry well-known for quality products, Competing at the top of the premium and super premium segments, the measures will provide the basis on which the industry is poised to grow from strength to strength. I think um, we've already, living in the U.S., we've definitely seen the improvement of accessibility of Caribbean rums in the in the marketplace. Um, I think them coming together will only get better, but the fact of the matter is they're still playing in the premium, super premium space, right? So it's not, it's still going to be super high end um, prices. But hey, if that brings money back to the region, all for it, right? And I think maybe that will help cut out some of the, um, I don't know what their distribution plan is. I have no problem selling our rooms in the US 
for oh, like US, Canada, extra Europe. money than it is when when I go back home I can get the cheap, you know. But I I think this brings a bigger thing, right? Of exporting the Caribbean, right? So from previous podcasts that we've had, we spoke about um, you know carnivals, right? Okay. Carnivals is a big thing. Carnivals worldwide. They're gonna have a carnival in Japan this year, um, but. Um, it's the same thing with our rums. They, you know, we export culture, then it's all of the, it's everything else associated with it, right? They want our rums. They might as well be getting our rums from us, us yeah. you know? They want our fruits. You see, I told you about this thing, yeah. um, fruits and roots that, um, that sending, selling people CMOS and, and via the um. mail. There's this whole seven day CMOS challenge. That um, this guy on social media, Shaka Baz, is doing. So now all of these Americans getting onto CMOS now. Like, <laughs> oh boy, you know, wow. it's the same thing that happened with coconut oil yeah. and black castor, Jamaican black castor oil. Now it's CMOS. You know, like. You know, so... we, you know we can kill Americans if you make our mind up. Yes, oh, but oh. we're not. No. <laughs> When I say killer, I'm talking like financially, like drain oh. money from oh. the US. But it's not going That's to kill them. It's just brain. going to it's it not going to kill them. But we have to be doing it in the right ways, <laughs> right? No, I know, but you say it's not going to kill them. Man. But think about it: if they're willing to pay somebody seventy dollars for seventy dollars for a small box of fruit, Adani, fruit you can probably just open your window in St. Lucia and just reach in a tree and just grab, you know. I'm talking about. Yeah. Not no special uh, fruit you have to hike up in the we in the region, our, we're not organized. So. Well, but that's I, the problem. I, not the, I did see something this the last week or the week before that they're going to start in, um, exporting Jamaican mangoes to... To, I don't know if it's Florida or the, somewhere okay, parts of okay. the US. So things are happening, but, it, step, yeah. but it's still like there is all it boils down to is with our culture becoming more, you know, accepted and prevalent, all of our products and the way that we've been living are also marketable things as well, things we're not taking for nothing. I have a question for you. But you all think, do you all think it's a little like it's a little too late? No. Are we getting in on it a little too late? Well, yes, yes, but I, I think just depending on how things are done, and it depends on what the laws of supply and demand are, right? Okay, like, okay. how are you gonna be exporting CMOS when you don't even have CMOS for your your own population? You know what I mean? If <laughs> you know, if that's a thing, yeah, if that's a thing, yeah. Uh, um, we do love our CMOS. <laughs> but even they're making it different. Oh, they, the way he's suggesting making it is literally just CMOS and water and you make a gel and you refrigerate it, not adding like the that's dairy. Not, that's not how I know we make so, ours. Okay. Exactly. So, 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 Hera, Hera, so you say we have a market that we can bottle CMOS and sell that, eh? No, well, did he, they, that's, that's how he's getting by it. He's not selling... A, Pre-done bottled CMOS. He's selling literally yeah. the pure but CMOS. But if we want in the Caribbean, uh, I I don't know. You don't know because his whole thing is is going on that whole vegan trend and natural and dairy completely goes against that, right? Mm, yeah, kind of. But I mean, people still have Starbucks. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's uh... I, 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 mean, I have it, it, it that... always sounds good in your head, eh, but the logistics of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. But and like... let me tell you, props to Shakabaz for doing this and pushing the natural, organic Caribbean fruits. I think he has Jamaican roots, so it's not like he's a foreigner. But you know, still, we seventy dollars seventy dollars for a small box of fruit. Shout out to him because he's making bank. But the thing is, he's reinvesting that money in like building up like schools and things in Africa. I go I go Oh, okay. Well, I go yeah. ask my father to pack a box for me with fruits and send it to me. I just want to know how much I'll come to. You know, just a little test. Because you know, if my father pack a box for us. It's a box. <laughs> First of all. I thought about those small box. It's a box. But the thing is, right, will the price you'll be able to get for one box show you the true um, 
statistics in if you had to actually make it a business and was selling like 20 boxes uh, or 40 foot of boxes <laughs> i don't know well all that we need to figure out uh, no i need to run a test because i mean it's a, it's a good idea but i can't see myself paying somebody 70 dollars for a small box of fruits well they have people paying all kinds of things for blue apron and whatever and and all of that and this they... is a for blue apron you know what? Blue Apron could sponsor the podcast, so I don't. <laughs> yes, Blue Apron could sponsor the podcast, and I. Oh, you talking eat, about the and food. I would right. and I would only eat one meal out of the free random things that they always send. But you have to pick the meals. Yeah, but you always only get to pick one good thing, and the other options are two shitty ones. That's what I'm saying. That's what always happens. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but the thing is, with and for the people who pay for us, it's not making sense to spend seventy US on a small box of fruit that we know. If we pay seventy US for that amount of fruit, it's a whole, you know, yeah. a whole heap. And that's the thing because it'll frustrate me. Imagine I pay seventy US to get but a the small people box who with, are like, buying with it. like two mangoes. So first of all, I only get one because I have to give you one. <laughs> so by the time I take my shit off and I finish enjoying my mango, because I have to eat my shit, my mango bear back. Eh? I vex because I only get one mango. Yeah, it, it can't work. <laughs> wow. Boy. Um, <laughs> that problem there for me. No, but what I'm saying is the people who are ordering, they, they're not trying to eat a mango. They're not trying to eat five mangoes. Bebak? Bebak. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> uh-huh. They don't know any better. They, they just better, want to man. try something new and exotic. Ooh, these fruits. Oh, it tastes like a apple and papaya together. Wow. Like, that's, that's what they're in it for. Wow. Sorry. Okay. Right there. All right. Anything else? So, how do you wrap up today's episode? I wrap up by saying I'll eat a mango bebak right now. <laughs> That's how I feel. Let's go and see if the Jamaican mango has made it to Texas. Yeah, I know y'all have all seen that video on Twitter or wherever of the lady cutting up the mango to put in the little container. And I know you're all outraged when she threw the seed away. Mm-hmm. With all that mango still on. I know you're all outraged, people. Listen. Boy, let me tell you something. I almost threw my phone. Like, I saw it, I was pissed. I think to go back to the beginning of the episode, that's when summer starts. When the mango, you know, when you get mangoes on the... Really? That's when summer starts? No, because mangoes are not... Mangoes are like a summer thing, right? Mango has nothing to do with, with, with summer for me. Yeah. Mango is mango. Is mango I think season. mango is anytime you can get it kind of thing. Right, Adani? But like mango season is summer. <laughs> yeah, no, well, just because the school, like school children are out and they can go in the tree and pick mangoes, but that's pretty much any time that mangoes are available. Easter. No, but what I'm talking about, the height, right? The height of mango season is summer. Says... Okay, never mind. I, I will <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We have, we have healthier air and soil, so maybe mango season is longer for us. <laughs> but hold on, guys. Um, I, I have a question. Maybe I'm the only one who's sweating. I know. I don't know how much y'all is be on Twitter. I know that is be on Twitter at some odd hours. You know, oh, yeah. out here testing the edibles and whatnot. You know, quality control. <laughs> yeah. I saw you last night. You know. I saw you wilding out on Twitter. Uh, I have yeah. to make sure it works. Yeah. Um. Apparently, they have some scandal going on in the Caribbean with some with some carnival bands. Uh, I know about people talking about I don't think not getting any costumes or you know distribution things going bad. Uh, like, has anyone heard about this? I don't know what you're talking. Okay, about. I'll do some I mean, I've get back to seen, you. Yeah, I've seen some one-off cases, but I didn't know it was a a whole scandal. No, so. apparently it's a, it's a scandal. Uh, somebody on Twitter is like, oh, you're doing and the start what's going on in the Bahamas right now or something. Okay. I, I, I will do the research and get back to you guys. Is it another fire festival? <laughs> uh, let our Bahamian friends live. First of all, I was in their fault. Okay. Alright. Yeah, they make some mean conk. Yeah, you know. I'm I'm pretty sure the same thing could have happened in San Lucia or any other Caribbean island that they had picked. <laughs> well then, um... okay, yeah, imagine if Fire Festival was on Rat Island. First of all, first, first of all, <laughs> let me ask yourself: Do you think a Fire Festival would happen in San Lucia? I think it's possible. Nah, Anything it's possible. possible. It's happening. Let me tell you that. The bottle be the man at, at Minu Philip Parker already. You're feeling the let Jarul and somebody come and try to pull that shit to say, Lucia? 
Of course. You know how ignorant these solutions are already. Let's be of, serious. Of guys. course they would have. Just just to be close to Jaru, yeah, Jaru going to PS. Jaru going to PS, man. <laughs> Jaru go check first. Ja will provide. <laughs> and then, yeah, because we, we have a stardom, so, you know, I mean, even though we don't treat, um like, we're not paparazzi with it, like, right? But when Ludacris came down there, everybody wanted to be in a picture of Ludacris. Like, I could definitely see um some fancy white boy coming down with a popular black artist and then just hoodwinking the whole of said Lucia. The 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 only thing right is is when it comes time to somebody having to suck dick for water. <laughs> 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 I don't know how don't they see that happen. <laughs> I don't know how they go to customs and accomplish that. Because <laughs> I can't see no customs officer talking about that's what he wants to free him the water. Is that good? <laughs> like you're trying to bribe me and this is the first person you send. Oh, yeah, you're, wow. you're wrong for that. You're, you're very much wrong for that. And, um, and the Lucians, the Lucians would not free up their houses to have guests until they were paid there. <laughs> like, true, true, true. Um, yeah, so I don't know what you'll talk about before you wrap up, guys, because you know, we're almost at the end of time. Eh? Oh, Aria uh, Stark, you know. Hey, no spoilers for the people who. who um... The people who what? If you are what, sorry, that's your business. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's Saturday. Week, an entire Saturday of the following, yeah, following um, you week. You give them enough time. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, you're probably not going to see it until the end of the season. So, in yeah. that case. It's not even that. Even if you haven't seen it by now, you know Aria killing that king. Because you were on Twitter, you were on Facebook, Instagram, even Drake shouted Aria at the Billboard Awards. <laughs> so, what? What What if you were banning social media for the week? So, right? is this... You're only listening to your podcast. Where put you? So, here's the, uh, that's how you're treating your fans? I can't wait to watch it, didn't I? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so is that how we want to end the episode? With what our predictions for Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, they can first huh? see next. Eh? But this next her. episode? Nah, I think it's going to be a build-up to a build the up. battle with Cersei. And then the next episode, not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday will be the battle with Cersei. And then they'll try and wrap everything up. In episode six, I think what's gonna guys. happen this week is they all work together to fight the the Night King and whatever. And now they're gonna start telling on each other. Um, no, I don't think so. But you know what's funny? I expect Sissy going to win. You know, I say I'm going to be honest. I know you're hashtag Team Sissy. I'm not hashtag Team Sissy. I'm hashtag I want to see Arya slit that bitch throat. That's what I want to see. Y'all think um Arya got um pregnant from her first juke juke? Wow, you went there. I Maybe mean, they might have a good pullout game, Anushka. Well, I just keep thinking that what was the point in them saying, make it, them making sure to say that he is whoever's bastard? I mean, she's a killer, so it, it doesn't surprise me she killed the baby. No, she's not happen. like that. Also, what you're saying is you think. The child between Baratheon mm-hmm. and Stark will have some kind of significance. I don't know. If there's a child. If, if there's a child. There's a child. Good. No man, they use they use goat skin. They were they they were safe. They were safe. Okay. So what's the what's the name so of this? He had to he had to get cured from the red woman's. Um... <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of this episode? Measles travel and good skin. <laughs> measles travel, Simos and good skin. Yeah. Or, or measles, Simos and good skin. We should do the flyer memes that are supposed to be spoilers, but without spoilers. Ooh. <laughs> Episode with no context. Yeah. Spoilers with no context. Spoilers with no context. I get you. Yeah. Uh, Danny, you're on it. You're on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Um, so, yeah, that, y'all, y'all have no predictions for, for outside of it. Just a build up in everybody. Yeah. And if you say they're turning on each other. 
Yeah, because they have too much political drama with Santa I think, and Joe. I think and they'll and be Daenerys. political drama, but I don't think they'll turn on each other yet. I think they'll wait till. I think they're gonna start chewing. Because I think everybody hates everybody hates Cersei right now. I feel so when there's not just... a common empty uh, M- enemy, somebody's going to have to start making moves. I think Tommen's going to get to smash Brienne tonight. It's happening. Wow. Tommen didn't die. No, I don't think so. No. No. Oh, okay. I think he's smashing her tonight. It's going down. Okay, so he, Brienne, and Jamie still alive? Yes. yes. Where were you? Threesome. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's been going around on the internet because it's like a love triangle. You're wrong on the internet. It's not a love triangle, okay? It's like a one-way thing. You know? Tormen like her, love life. She likes Jamie. Jamie don't like anybody. Jamie just like himself. Jamie like his sister. <laughs> no, at this point, Jamie like himself because he hates his sister. <laughs> I'm sure he would still put a baby in that if he could. When he find out, when he find out she sent somebody to kill him, I think he'll be the same way. All right. On that note, guys, it's been another episode. Yeah, another episode, you know. Hopefully, um, you enjoyed our kicks off weekly news wrap up. Yeah, um, just a random week. We didn't have anything crazy to talk about, guys. You so. know, we gotta keep it light before we keep hitting y'all. I don't know. I, I don't know what this girl is talking about. Your know. wife? I don't know what this Indian is talking about, guys. Um. <laughs> hey, they have all of these songs about coolie girls, you know. On that note, <laughs> it usually paints them in a bad light. <laughs> Chops. <laughs> Yeah, guys, um, we'll see you next week. We're out.